You're listening to the Black Eagles podcast. Welcome back, everybody. This is episode 235 of the Black Eagles podcast, and I am your host, Sinan Warden, live from New York City, where it's heating up, summer is here, temperatures rising, just as things are heating up for Besiktas things tend to line up, for those of you who are new. And so, yeah, I mean, what what can I say? Uh, this, is a, this is a fun episode because we actually have some football to talk about. It's been a long summer full of tons of rumors, incoming transfers. we got a lot of new Black Eagles, uh, which we've been discussing. Uh, next episode will be the Vout Veghorst special with Khan. And I'll have another... Uh, some more some more matches to talk about by then, I assume. Certainly there'll be one more. We'll, we'll be closing out our camp in Austria. But so yeah, I mean, as far as like the news goes, not much, right? Everything is pretty sorted out, as we mentioned before. No news on the Amadejan front. Supposedly Istanbul score getting a little shady and weird about it, as you'd expect. Beyond that, there's some other big news, but we'll save that for later because it would be a spoiler to do other otherwise. So without any further ado, all I think there really is to do is talk about the football that was on display, a couple of friendlies. So let's get going. Operation is in effect as of right now. Yes, sir. So, lots of fun football already. We've played two friendlies. Our, our Austria camp is well underway. Um, two spirited matches thus far. Um, our first one was against Werder Bremen. Uh, it took place on July 9th, on Saturday. So, um, you know, it's been a few days, to be fair, but uh, it's still fairly fresh in my mind. I'll talk about some of the highlights. Uh, and we'll start with the lineup. You know, in, in, in these friendlies, that tends to be some of the more interesting things. is seeing, like, who the coach wants to take a look at. Maybe who's impressed in training. So, uh, yeah, let's dig in. So, we started with Ersin, Destanolo, and Gold. Which, I apologize for the uh, sirens in the background there. But, you know, hopefully it's not too annoying. But so, yeah, Ersin started in goal, as one might expect, and it could be good news as far as him potentially re-signing, right? That's what we need him to do. Uh, in front of him would be Nejip, Wellington, and Francisco Montero. So, uh, a fairly predictable back line, you might say, at this stage, right? Still no Roman size. 
minor injury. He will supposedly be ready by our Spanish camp, which means not for our next friendly against Mines, but for the one after that, which will be next week. Um, if we rush him back, maybe we'll say, you know what, play another friendly or two without you so you can definitely not re-injure yourself or whatever whatever this is, if it's that type of injury. Um, but so yeah, anyway, so the back line, Nejip, Wellington, and Montero. Um, no surprises as far as like uh, Serdar Satji coming in and starting, um, which suggests things might not be going well with regards regarding his contract. Um, but in fact, that would be an understatement, and we'll talk more about Serdar later. Uh, in the midfield up ahead, we would get a, a preview of, of theoretically our starting two good guys, Jedson Fernandez with his debut alongside Joseph de Souza, our new captain. News, there's some news. Uh, on the flanks, as wing backs, we, have, we would have Umut Merash on the left side and Valentin Rosier on the right. And here's some interesting stuff. On, on our wings up front, we would have Tyler Boyd on the right side and Aydin Hasic on the left with Cenk Tosin in the middle. And that, you know, good stuff, right? I thought that was fascinating. Great to see Aydin Hasic back after a long time out with injury and then this sort of short loan at the end of the season and all that. Tyler Boyd too, you know, getting, a, getting an extended look under the new coach's purview. But so yeah, good, good stuff. Like Jetson getting acclimated to the lineup. Um, pretty much the majority of our back line getting, you know, getting its feet on the ground, so to speak. Uh, Wingbacks, Umut Medash and Valentin Rosier could theoretically be our starters. Maybe Ridvan will be, but the fact that he's not getting starts... I mean, he, he actually was late to training camp, of course, because he thought he was gone. Also because he was with, um, uh, I think, a slight injury, so nothing to be too concerned about. But anyway... He would feature, eventually. Uh, not in this match, uh, though, in the next one, in, in this one that's just passed, against Victoria Pilsen, which we will cover in a moment. But so, yeah, that would be our lineup. I'm not going to go over Werder Bremen's, just because uh, it's sort of irrelevant. You know, I don't... Let's just go quickly here. couple friendlies, right? I think we're more interested in ourselves. And again, like, this isn't, like major football for us. We're just trying to get our feet underneath us, get our lungs for our first match of the season. And so, yeah, let's dig in. Let's talk about highlights. And the first, uh, the first real action that I can really recall would be um, Erson coming out to, to, to intercept the ball. He would punch it down into the path of Velkovic or something, I didn't really catch his name. Again, it kind of not important, but so, uh, it sort of punched down into his path. He would head it past Erson, who was down, but Jedson would save it. I mean, quite comfortably, to be fair, off the line. Um, not much on the header, it, it was sort of an awkward, he had to get to it as fast as possible. I think he hoped nobody would be able to get back, but in fact, we did. Um, and so yeah, Jedson saved the day in the first real action of our preseason. First highlight, anyway. Uh, in the 18th minute, they would make a sub. Who cares who it is? In the 37th minute, a free kick from Sally Uchan 
would find Jenk Tosun, who diving would make a kind of volley, uh, which would force a save. Really, actually, great reflexes from him. Yeah, and I mean, it's great to see Jenk healthy, getting out there. Um, you know, get, making contact on that volley, uh, challenging the keeper. Uh, so yeah, Jank Tosin with the highlight there. Uh, that would be really it for the first half. Nil to nil. Nothing too great on on display here. This was, I think, Verder's third friendly, so you'd think they would be a little bit more informed by now. For us, obviously, it's just our first. This is not by any stretch a first team for us. Um, so, you know, lots of reasons that you could give us an excuse for not being particularly good. Uh, and for the record, it was Velikovic uh, on their part of the defender, I think, uh, on that highlight of theirs. Uh, so, yeah, in the second half, 47th minute, they would uh, force a save. It would be Goler, Goler, I don't know how to pronounce his name. He would shoot the ball pretty well. Erison diving across the goal would make a nice save. It would trickle onto the post, unfortunately, because it would be a goal for Eden Dinkchi, you know, formerly linked with us, in fact, as a sort of depth option. Uh, I suppose I should mention there were some substitutions before then. Uh, a bunch. They had uh, three, four, four subs at the half. For us, it was Kenan Karaman in for Wellington. Sali Uchan in for Joseph de Souza. Um, Eden Dinkchi had come on for them at the half as well. Five, six, six subs for them. Seven, seven, eight, nine. Wow, they made a ton of subs at the half. We also put Ozan Akunan for Cenk Tosin. And I think the idea is to keep Cenk healthy, right? You don't want to overstrain him after that long season. But anyway, so yeah, all those subs would come out at the half. Um, for us, what's like a B slash C team already is further reduced. Now we're bringing in academy players, at least vis-a-vis -vis Ozan Akun, Joseph Chisosa leaving for Sally Uchan. It's not like a huge downgrade, you know, that could happen. I think we might be keeping him for depth, Sally, this year. So uh, obviously Kenan Karaman coming on signals something else. And this would actually be interesting. It's worth noting that we switched to a four-man back line. So Kenan Karaman coming in for Wellington meant that we only had two central defenders back there. Um, with Rosier still as a right back and uh, Kenan up ahead. So, you know, not quite what you'd expect from Valerien Ismail, but I think with all these guys not really necessarily vying to be starters, but more just we want to see what they have. We want to keep guys fit, we want to get guys' lungs, get their feet underneath them and all that. It's more just like, let's just get as many of these guys on the pitch as we can and, and change the formation up. With that said, it does, it should again calm the folks who thought, oh, you know, Valerie Ismail has no plan B. He's only got the one plan. Uh, he's just, he signals some flexibility here. But anyway, just three minutes into the second half, Eden Dinkchi scores on the play. I already highlighted um, Erson making a good save, but Eden Dinkchi beating Rosier to the rebound and putting it in the back of the net with some ease. And we are losing. Um, nil to one. I guess we're listed as the home side. I thought it had been the opposite. Whatever. 
Um, 57th minute yellow card for Montero. And in the 61st minute, another, another batch of subs. Emre Bilgin enters the match for Ersin Gestanolu. <coughs> Serdar Sachi for Umut Merash. Atiba Hutchinson is on for Tyler Boyd. Emirhan Delibash enters the match for Montero. Some interesting moves here. Semi Kiritsoy on for Valentin Rosier. Badra Sise on for Nejip Uisau. Berkai Vardar on for Jetson Fernandes. And Aitu Kumech on for Aydin Hasic. So a ton of moves. We are now almost a full academy side. You know, a bunch of names that I have never named on, on this podcast before. Badra Sise, in fact, is a guy who we've seen images of in training, and I've wondered for a long time, like, who is that guy? He's um, a big central defender, it turns out. And we have a ton of good, young talent, which is nice. Um, you know, nothing too shocking here, right? Again, like early in the preseason, seeing what we've got, you actually love to see it. Um, you know, Valerie and Ismael sort of famously attended a lot of our, our youth team's matches and stuff, you know, during the last season. So perhaps this is the fruits of that. You know, he's a recognized talent. It certainly appears so. But so yeah, we're down nil to one at this point. Um, a yellow card for them in the 65th minute for stage stag. I don't know what deal is with that. But uh, that yellow card would actually be a, a penalty. It would result in a penalty. Uh, he brought down Emirhan Delibash in the box. Perhaps a slightly light call, but uh, I think accurate you know, in the big picture. Sally Uchan would step up for the penalty. Take it actually fairly confidently well. High to the right keeper, sent the up the wrong way. And it's one to one. The kids are, are all on the pitch, and suddenly we're back in this sucker. I'm a sub for them in the 77th minute. Followed by, uh, again, it's this, this kid Emirhan Delibash skipping up the left side with some pace. Sends in a cross. Uh, it looks perfectly weighted. Um, Evran, folks will recognize that name, former co-host of mine said that the ball was deflected. I, I didn't see it. I saw a number of angles. It didn't seem like it to me, but, but perhaps it was. But either way, it finds Ozan Akun somewhat perfectly, and Anavali, he sends it low into the bottom corner of the goal. A lovely finish from Ozan Akun, a name that many of us will not have heard for a couple of years. Good to hear him back in the uh, rotation here. And bang, a goal, no less. So how about that? Uh, 88th minute. I don't know this dude's name. I thought I had it written down. Freedom? Freedom? Whatever. Um, someone sends in a ball really well. Um, perfectly onto the head of his Freed or Friedel or something. Uh, and he's like hovering above the goal at the far post. Uh, head is it down with pace. He's got like every kind of uh, benefit here to put this in the back of the net. And somehow, Emre Bilgin comes across the goal and punches it out beyond the post and out of bounds just perfectly. And this was an A-plus save. Uh, keeps us ahead. We win our first friendly of the match. Semi-Kilich Sway with a, a yellow card in the third minute of extra time. 
the whistle's blown in the fourth minute of extra time. And we win. The kids come out and win the match. Which, I mean, you love to see it, right? Who, who doesn't love to see that? Um, the stats tell a story of them being the better side. They had 53% uh, of the ball to our 47. They had 12 shots to our 6. 5 on target to our 3. They completed 322 passes to our 296. At an 81% rate to our 76%. I mean, pretty even numbers, honestly. Uh, you know, it is what it is. They put on a lot of pressure at the end. I think that sort of inflated the shot numbers. Um, they looked like they were going to try to equalize for some time. Didn't happen. We bent but bent but didn't break, right? Uh, the kids did that. Badrasisi on that back line. And so there we go. Uh, good stuff. Man of the match, probably Emirhan Delibash, who uh, comes on, earns a penalty, then um, an assist with the perfect cross to Ozan Aku. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. You can't really ask for much more than that, I don't think. The assist is credited to Emirhan Delibash, by the way. So if it was deflected, that wasn't taken into account statistically. Uh, but so, yeah, nice. Nice start for the summer, no doubt about that. Two to one victory. Love to see it. I mean, what can you say, right? I'll just move things along. Let's, let's keep it sort of pacey here, just for the sake of, uh, you know keeping it pacey. Uh, our next match would be against Victoria Pilsen. We would again be recognized as the home side, which uh, you know, slight surprise for me. Again, I'll just do our lineup. I'm not too concerned with Victoria Pilsen's. Ersin Destanolu would again be in the goal. Nejib Wellington Montero again the back line. This time it would be Sally Uchan starting alongside Jetson Fernandes. Joseph with a minor injury. Umut Merash and Valentin Rosier again on the flanks. Emirhan Delibash and Tyler Boyd on the wings with Jenk Tosun up top again. Um, so this time Hasic getting the bench. Remember, he came back from a really bad injury. He was out for almost a full year. So I think you can imagine why they'd be careful with him. We also have another friendly in a couple of days coming up. So perhaps they're trying to stagger out guys, right? But so, okay, interesting starting lineup. Not anything too shocking, right? Uh, Gazal, Veghorst, Muleka, they've all just come back to training. Roman Seiss, I mentioned, minor injury. Nothing shocking, I think we can all agree. I mean, it's great to see Emirhan Delibash getting the start. I think we all know why. I just mentioned he was probably the man of the match in that first friendly. So, I suppose, with that said, let's dive in. And so, again, we'll have lots of subs. We'll see a lot of uh, kids, right? First action of the match, third minute, Pilsen would send in across Victoria Pilsen. I, I'm not going through their guys' names. I have no clue who, who was doing what for them, but... So someone sends, sends it across for Wellington, who heads it almost into the back of our own net. Uh, he sends it just a bit wide though, so in the end it's a save, technically. I don't know if that's a good stat for him, it probably would be statistically, but the eye test would suggest something else. Fifth minute, Tyler Boyd sends it across, a little bit behind Cenk Tosun, 
but he would do fantastically to um, again take a sort of diving volley this time sends it high not exactly skying it like it was somewhat on target just a bit over the post but uh, you know not on target is what it is 10th minute Jedson Fernandes with a nice little bit of fancy foot dribbling uh, sends it into the path of Sally Uchan who skies it I'm right outside of the penalty box would have been a fun chance for him to get a shot on goal doesn't happen 18th minute, Valentin Rosier with a yellow card. A little harsh maybe, but whatever. Uh, they've been sort of terrorizing him at this point quite a bit for whatever reason. I don't know if they sense uh, he's good, you know, and they're trying to slow him down or whatever it is, but they're sort of mauling him, you know, attacking him. But so, in the 19th minute, Emirhan Delibash with a little bit of dribbling, um, gets it, so he's sort of out of position, he's on the right side at this point, and I think he was starting on the left, but he dribbles in towards the center nicely, but then sends in a terrible shot, skying it uh, again, 27th minute, Wellington a yellow card, so almost an own goal, almost, I mean, it's already a yellow card, kind of a classic Wellington display, 35th minute, Pilsen would send in a decent cross, um, with a shot low that Wellington would come across and save, knocking it just safely out of out of bounds. Again, almost an own goal, but in the end, a save. So a positive stat that yeah, a little bit we could be a little weary of, but you know, in the end, got the job done. 36th minute, Rosier on a counter finds Jank, who with a nice little neat one-two to Sally Uchan finds space. Uh, with his dribble and sends in a nice cross left-footed into the path of Emirhan Delibash, whose header is weak. Um, he could have theoretically put this into the back net. Probably the best chance of the match thus far. Not quite good enough though from him. It is what it is. He's, he's a winger. You are getting a cross from on his head. Not expected to be a strength perhaps. And that would be it for the first half. Nil to nil. Pretty decent half from us. We're keeping our shape, which is great, uh, especially given just the somewhat makeshift nature of, of our whole situation, right? Still, not, not an A team out there. And at the half, this would be accentuated further. Ozan Akun coming on for Umut Merash. Kenan Karaman coming on for Jenk Tosun. Which is like, what? Um, interesting decisions. It's still a, a, a three man back line. With just question marks, I guess, right? I'm not sure who's on the left and who's on the right for us as far as wing backs go, but with Kenan in, I think he would be uh, maybe on the, as a left wing back in this scenario. Ozan Akun would be uh, replacing Cenk Tosun as a striker, obviously. They didn't make any subs at the half. Uh, but so, with all that said, very little action. 60th minute, they made a couple subs. 62nd minute, <coughs> Ridvan Yilmaz would make his preseason debut, coming on for Nejip Uyso. Berkay Vardar coming on for Wellington. Emre Bilgin, again, on for Ersin Destanolu. Badra Sise on for Valentin Rosier. So, at this point, we have a sort of fully makeshift back line, lots of kids out there, 
worth noting that Berkai Vardar is like all over the place, diving around, very physical player. Um, he's labeled, I've mentioned this previously, as a central defensive midfielder, but again, playing on that back line as he did last season in a pinch for us in the Champions League. And he looked solid, I mean, perhaps a little overly aggressive, but solid. And again, Badra Sise, a, a good outing from him. So despite the back line being pretty much fully switched out, with, you know, I think Montero stayed out there or whatever, you know, a few, few individuals, but despite that, uh, yeah, they, they held pretty solidly for the most part. 71st minute, the, they, Pilsen, would make three subs. In the 72nd minute, we would see Nejati Bilgic come into the match, as well as Rashid Gezal, Serdar Sachi, George Kavan Kudu, his debut for the summer, and Aydin Hasic. Actually, he would come in four minutes later. So, Nkudu for Boyd, Serdar Sachi would come on for Montero, and Gezal would come on for Emirhan Delibash, Medjati on for Tyler Boyd. Oh no, I already said that, for Jedson rather, sorry. Uh, Nejati seems to be something of a number 10, you know, we were putting him in. Uh, at this point again, right, it's something of a makeshift tactic all around. It, theoretically still three back, but they're shifting quite a bit, often looking like it's a four-man back line. Uh, things are very fluid at this point. Um, these are not guys that are going to get a ton of time during the regular season. In theory, although who knows, man, you know, a couple of these guys are standing out pretty well. But so, uh, yeah, Hostage would come on, as I mentioned, in 76. Um, they would make some subs, 79th minute, a couple subs. In the 79th minute, uh, Victoria Pilsen would send in a, a long ball from the right side from deep, finding the head of some dude, like, right in front of the goal. And it's a bit of a howler. He heads it down and wide. And, I mean, it should have been a goal, frankly, for them. They should have taken the lead at this point, catching us off guard from deep. I mean, it was a great long ball, to be fair, to them. But also, I think our makeshift back line kind of just let this dude straggle and sort of flare out wide and then come in and get his head on the ball fairly easily. But, yeah, luckily they miss. So we get to keep our clean sheet. Um, 84th minute, Aitu Kumic, who played last week as a, as a wingback, would come on for Serdar Sachi, who, if anyone has forgotten, I mentioned he just had come on in the 72nd minute, out 12 minutes later. You know, when that's happening, you know something's up. Um, that is now sort of yelling at the kid. There's some footage of him on the pitch being very lazy, not coming, not tracking back. Again, he's a central defender, so there's no excuse for that. Um, not really putting in an effort, running slowly. Um, very disheartening stuff, obviously, for a lot of us who saw talent in the kid last season. I think a lot of us had high hopes for him. And so this is a letdown. He, yeah, I mean, I guess now we can talk about that. I mean, I, I gotta, first of all, let's just wrap up talk with this man. We'll put a bookmark on that. So, statistically, let's just dig in a little bit. They had, you know, let me see, let me look at my main one here. We had 63% of the ball to their 37, 
We each had three shots on target, although we had six shots off target and they had four off target. Um, we completed 470 passes to their 270. We completed at an 83% rate to their 65% rate. Um, you know, we, for the most part, kind of dominated this match. Possession-wise, statistically, um, I mean, dominated is too much. I mean, we, we, we each had three shots on target. I mean, our big problem was not really posing much of a threat to their goal. Not doing a lot of, of great work as, as an attacking unit, as a, as a whole, really. I should mention, by the way, I sort of skipped over this. In the 81st minute, they would have another chance, uh, a, a volley, diving volley with his foot, would send it into the ground and then perfectly up, and Eminem Bilgin would come across and make another fantastic save. So in both of these friendlies late, he saves results for us with just great reflex saves on his part. <clears throat> we definitely seem to have our next keeper when, when someone comes in for Ersin Destano, although I think Ersin is still deservedly our starter. But so yeah, I mean, look, not great stuff as far as these friendlies go, right? Um, unimpressive victory against Werder Bremen. Although, I mean, I don't know, unimpressive. Why would, why would that be the case? We held out, you know, they, they were the better side for the most part there, but we were playing an, an academy side in both of these matches. And in fact, in the second one, we really held our shape quite well despite that fact. You know, except for that late miracle chance they created there that, that they just sort of blew but no I mean I, I don't know I think there's a lot of positives we could take from this I, I think for a lot of guys like Gazelle coming out and getting you know 10-15 minutes it's just him getting some lungs just running around a little bit with the, with the ball at his feet potentially for for like Jedson it's the same Jenk Tosun as well Jenk Tosun getting more and more time on the pitch right like there's great value to this Right, we're getting these guys their lungs back. We are uh, solidifying our depth and our B team, getting them time out there to, to warm up. It's not really panning out as far as the attack goes, but we've been really playing around with that. Um, so far, Tyler Boyd and Hasic started the first match on the wings, and then in the last one it was Boyd and Emirhan Delibash. Right, this is theoretically gonna be a strength of ours on paper. I've called them the four horsemen of the apocalypse, right? But we're going to have Muleka on the left side with Gazal on the right, Weghorst up top. The only guy who's actually been playing thus far is Jedson, who's going to be behind them. He's the fourth horseman. And uh, that, you know, he could bring a lot to our attack from, from the middle of the pitch. So I'm still quite hopeful of that. Uh, we haven't seen any of it really yet. Rashid Gazal only getting just minimal time. I don't even think with Jedson. So. Um, you know, lots to look forward to still in this preseason. I think we'll probably start to see some of the new guys in the next match against Mines. Which I guess we could preview real briefly. Uh, there's not much to say about it. It's, it's on Friday, July 15th. Uh, this one a little later than the ones we've had thus far. It's at 2.15 here locally. The other ones have been on at 10 a.m. So I've been enjoying breakfast alongside Besiktas. Uh, but so yeah, Besiktas will again be considered the home side this time against Mainz, another German side. Uh, again, Friday, July 15th. Check your local listings. And yeah, that will be the last 
friendly of this Austrian camp, and then we'll have a little bit of a break until our next batch of friendlies. Which is probably good, give guys a little time to rest after this first batch. And, uh, you know, the new guys, a little time to train with the squad and everything like that. Hopefully we can figure out this, this Emnejan situation and bring in the new Turkish Central Defender to challenge Nejip as that guy. Um, yeah, so like after the Mines game match on July 15th, is Friday, which is still, I believe, part of the Austria camp, we're gonna, the next leg of our training camp is going to be in Spain. Um, so that will start with a match against Wolves on July 23rd. So a full eight days after the Mines match. So, yeah, well, I think we'll come back to Istanbul, train a bit, and then head off to Spain and start the next camp there. We'll play uh, Wolverhampton on July 23rd. Deportivo Alaves on July 26th, and then Sampdoria on July 30th. And that'll be our last friendly. Um, we've already got all of our matches for the next season in place, which is fun and exciting. Our first match of the season will be hosting Kayseri, then we'll be on the road against Alanyaspor, then we'll host Fachi Karagumruk, uh, we'll host uh, Sivas, so two home games in a row, then we're on the road in Ankara against Ankara Guju, who's back. Then we host Istanbul Başakşehir. We're uh, on the road, but sort of in theory anyway, against Istanbul Spor, another new entrant to the Super League. Then our first derby, we host Fenerbahce on October 2nd. So Fenerbahce uh, will be our first blood, hopefully, in, in the derbies. Then uh, Giresun on the road, Trabzon at home. So we play Fener and Trabzon at home. Uh, Hatay on the road, Umrania, the other newly promoted side at home, Galatasaray on the road, November 6th. I think those dates are subject to change, then Antalya Sport, etc, etc, etc. So you, you get the, drift, the gist of it. Uh, the other sort of important matches of note will be on the road against Fener on March 5th. We'll be on the road against Trabzon two weeks later on March 19th. Again, dates subject to change, then we'll host Galatasaray late in the season, April 16th. But so, you know, all of those happen. It's like Fener, Giresun, Trabzon, Hatay, Umrania, Galatasaray. So three big matches in a sort of five-week span. That's clearly our sort of tough stretch. But yeah, I mean, that's it for the schedule. Uh, should be really exciting, obviously. Should be a great season, we hope, with all these players being given plenty of time to settle in. Lots of friendlies this season. We sort of underdid it last year, so hopefully we're, we're compensating appropriately. Again, next match against Mines, July 15th, Friday. Uh, I'll talk about that one, you know, as well as the Veghorst thing, maybe after the Veghorst interview. I'll do a short review of that match as well. But so quickly, like the last thing we gotta talk about, of course, is the controversy, and it's Serdar Sachi. So he's taken out of the match, 12 minutes after coming on, he's yelled at by Valerian Ismail. He's apparently told something along the lines of, if you're not gonna try, don't even play. You know, if you're not gonna run, get out of here. Which is, I think, it was an accurate description of what he was not doing. We all saw highlights, I think, by now, if you're on Twitter. Um, it's unfortunate, right? None of us wanna see this kid not succeed. He is a product of our academy. Uh, he looked really good for us at times last season. 
Apparently he's got an agent. Some say he's a, his agent's a Galatas Drag fan. He's got he's been sending a lot of guys to Alanya over the years. <coughs> um, he's a bit of a troublemaker, supposedly. And he's been quite difficult with us as far as resigning Sardar Sachi. It's important, it's imperative that Sardar Ridvan and Ersin are re-signed so that we can make money off of them after this season, right? We're, we're kind of gambling by keeping them on. But I think the gamble is that they're sort of settling into the rotation, and so they'll get better playing time, more of it. Uh, they'll be better in that playing time, being you know all the more experienced, you know, with another year under their belt. So right, like it's to everyone's benefit. They'll, they'll get playing time. Their their value will go up. We'll make more money next summer, and they'll get theoretically the chance to play for better sides. You know, they'll be on the radar of bigger and better sides. Uh, Serdar is not playing along. I mean, in theory, we don't know if Ersin or Ridvan are either, although the fact that they're out there getting playing time, you know, not having these hostile relations with the club and manager and etc. etc. suggests that, and again, we hope for the best with those two, but with Serdar, it's not looking good. He's now Kadro Dishi. He's, he's, he's out of the squad. He's left, he's, he's being separated from the squad for training. I think this, yeah, he might be a bad seed is what that suggests they don't want him to sort of harm the camaraderie. Like, that was one thing too, is I felt throughout this match that I was seeing the squad come together before our eyes. They were looked happy to be playing football again, a lot of them. Uh, there seemed to be camaraderie and morale getting built. And then this Serdar thing comes and sort of blows it all up. And so I think it's, you know, sometimes you can't, you shouldn't act too fast, but this is an example of a case where you got to, I think. You gotta make sure he doesn't harm the locker room, that we can keep building in the positive direction. So, get out of here, Serdar. Honestly, I have very little patience for that kind of crap. You don't want to commit to the club. Like, one of the underlying factors of why you want to develop kids out of your academy is that they're sort of inherently more loyal to the club because they came up with it. They know the value of the crest on the shirt, right? If he's coming out of the academy with this kind of attitude, undercutting his own value with our club at the very least if not showing unprofessionalism to anyone else who might be paying attention so I don't know man I have I have no little to no sympathy for the kid obviously like you know if, if he's humble and apologizes and comes back great I don't anticipate that being the case he can get the F out as such, you know, let's we're gonna need to bring in some some, some Turks. We need Emirajan Uzunhan in. So uh, that's the last piece we're really waiting for. In addition, maybe we need another Turkish central defender to challenge him. Right, that would have been the value of Serdar Sachi, him resigning, is that uh, he would theoretically be at a pretty decent level, challenging for that Turkish central defensive slot that that needs to be filled challenging Emdecan to be better in training and vice versa and they'd be making themselves a formidable Turkish duo in theory, right? And instead, he's out of here. So that's, you know, play stupid games, win stupid prizes is what they say. And so Serdar, congratulations, you are probably going to be without a team pretty soon. Peace out. Um, with that said, I think I think that's all I really need to talk about here. We'll be back soon with our special Vout Veghorse episode. Khan will be back. Khan buys it to to host a special guest to talk about Vout. Um, 
Paris for his first appearances, right? Uh, by then we may have already seen him. That remains to be seen. Uh, we'll see what happens against Mines, but no matter what, it's going to be fun to see the team play. It's been great to see some real football again, even if it's not that real, right? Lots of B slash C slash Academy teams out there, but it is what it is. It's still good to see him. I think for a lot of us diehards, it's actually even more fun in a way, right? We want to see these kids. So anyway, follow us. Uh, follow the podcast at Eagles underscore podcast on Twitter. Uh, Black Eagles podcast, one word on Instagram. Follow myself at Sir underscore rights underscore a lot on Twitter. As always, let's go, go Besiktash! Peace out, everyone. We are back. The football is back. See you next time. Besiktas International hopes you enjoyed this program.